sing a song and the words are all wrong Look at Jeffrey You can lead a horse to water but you can't teach him tricks Look at Jeffrey Look at Jeffrey You are listening to the Look at Jeffrey podcast. I am Scott Backwardtrap and Joe. What up? What's what up, up, buddies? What's up? What's up? Run, we're in a marathon run right now. This yeah, is a marathon. How was the drive we, over? It was great. It was great. No it's traffic. Great. More uh, Siona dancing. No big deal. No big deal. Big fan of that song. It's 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 gonna grow on you. Give it a chance. Like it'll grow on you like fungus. Loomy protects. But uh, it, it it's right in like I said Protect last time against. it's it's right in line with the the rest of my playlist so it, it it fits it's not out of place. Have you guys seen the uh, the Netflix Pornhub doc? No, is that your, is that in your playlist too? It is. Uh, well, I'm only I'm only through like apparently it's a. a I, I try to watch it, but I have to keep stopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you watching it on Netflix? Yeah, it's the one on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's oh. on the... Oh, documentary. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> Not the cockumentary. <laughs> Cockformation. <laughs> the uh, it's 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 way out there. It's not nearly like you say Pornhub doc, and you would expect it to be nothing but like a bunch of porn and naked people and whatever. It's nothing like that. Like it's, it's a it's, to- it's a bummer. Oh, I, I don't know. I find it very interesting though. It's interesting, but I mean, you really find out that like people are being exploited oh, yeah. and you know these these videos are going up of people that they didn't want out there and they're having a hell of a time having them removed and the minute they get removed they're just uploaded again under a different name but the people that they have on and I'm not talking about the the actors I'm talking about the they they got this one dude who is is kind of a big part of it he doesn't really have a title they're they're talking to this guy the whole time, and it just has his name, and then underneath it, porn advocate. I'm like, this guy is. How do you how do you recruit this fucking guy and get in? And we want you to how do you come get in. That job? You want right? I need porn, to be that guy. porn advocate. It's he look, so, and he's he, got like the Dahmer glasses on. He looks like uh, he looks like what he looks you, like what Travis <laughs> looks like now with his blue blockers on. Got my he head does. raised. He's got a uh, so porn advocate, not a not a title. I'd be super proud of porn enthusiast. And I don't so know, what, what is his? I mean, what is his? Uh, what is? His they're name? just. He's like the. He's like the editorial piece. He's like giving opinion and like the history of of the the site and some of the actors and shit like that. He's like the go to guy. Like when you. You know, you see these shows on UFOs and you have Jeremy Corbell on and he's supposed to be like the the leading authority or, you know, one of these other guys. Is that the guy with the hair? The the, the he's the guy with the big beard. Oh, okay. Oh no, no, no. I know who you're talking about. You're talking about yeah. No, yeah, not, not the aliens right. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. Not the aliens. No, this guy's well, I'll it, He's allegedly supposed to be legitimate. I think he, uh, I suspect he works for some kind of alphabet agency and he's a. The Pornhub guy. No, I'm not the about. Pornhub guy. I'm talking about Jeremy Corbell. I think he's okay. a plant, but that doesn't, that's a different conversation. Porn advocate uh, guy is, he looks exactly like what you, so they, they keep referencing him when like the, the person hosting the documentary has a question. Like he's the, he's the voice of the porn industry. Okay. So I thought that was a little odd that they had somebody out there who had porn advocate, but not like a producer or a director no. or anything like that. Or it might as well star. just say pervert underneath his fucking name because apparently this guy is the leading uh, voice of of the porn industry or from no from the perspective of the consumer. Not like he's not in the industry, right? He's the porn advocate from the consumer's perspective, which I thought was odd. I mean, think about it though. Like, if I see where you're going with this, but that yeah. dude's, you know, he's got the sack enough to get on there. I and mean, say, look, you know what? You could check write. it out. I know all the history about porn. You pull I know any everything like that. The street, right? Well, you sh- you sure he wasn't like from the performers aspect, the ones that kind of have gone on their own and are working for themselves and. Is he their I don't representative? Think so. I, I, no, I don't think so. I think it all it said was porn advocate underneath his name, which I thought like if he ran a studio or something like that, I would imagine that they would have that title under his name, but just said porn advocate. I was like, that's maybe he is and he strange. just didn't want that out there. Like 
My yeah. mom's going mom's to watch this. I'm just going to be, I'm, <laughs> yeah. an ad, I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate. Yeah. I don't want to know I'm in the biz. Trust me, this guy's not in front of the camera. I can promise you that. <laughs> I mean, he is for this. Oh, he is for this, but he's not performing. All right. And I, well, although I say that, but there's, look, there's a niche for everybody right. out there. And we're going to get to that in a second when I go through this. So a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about OnlyFans and the insane amount of money that a lot of these people make. And Travis said that a lot of them don't even post pictures of themselves. It's all right. access. It's all, they pay for communication, which is insane to me. But there are, there are those channels that, you know, people are putting their goods out there. I have found a list of the top kinks that are searched on OnlyFans. Like I say, we'll get to that in a second. But wait, uh, wait, wait, hold on. Is this going to be like the the, the group that it, that's exposing hate groups? But you're really just giving us a list <laughs> that we got to go look up later because right. I'm pretty um, sure. <laughs> I'm reverse engineering the top searches on OnlyFans so you guys can find honest, them. My, my OnlyFans kink is. The OnlyFans leaked. Right. Because <laughs> I'm not leaked. saying it's for the <laughs> Leaked material is your kink. Oh, love it. The uh but going back to the 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 porn of doc, I d I don't wanna I don't wanna skip over that. The um they had some interesting people in there. They had um a woman named Bree Mills. She's okay. apparently a director. Uh-huh. Uh she was I mean, she was talking about this like it was any, which I guess makes sense. It's any other industry. It's kind of like, I mean, it's, it's kind of like working, I guess when you work in wine and spirits for so long, you really finally get to the point where, it, not that it's, not that there's not a novelty to it, because it is cool, but you finally get to the point where it's, you're selling, you know, you could be selling widgets. It really doesn't matter. Right. So yeah, I guess that's why she, you know, I wrote this down and, and I was enamored with her at first. But now I see that really, honestly, she's just the director. I mean, she she doesn't really give a shit what she's directing. Oh, she's doing a business, right? Like she's it's all work. Her job, yeah. It, and she it, doesn't see it as porn anymore. No, she, she doesn't. As a paycheck. Yeah, she, it's right. like she's, I'm she, sure there's. Some, she has seen the Matrix. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all yeah. ones and zeros to her now. Exactly. I'm sure there's some. There, you know, like anything, you try and put some creativity into what you're doing, especially in this, like in this form, right. where it's, you know, you kind of get to a point where. What else can you do to make it different than yeah? Any How other can you people? innovate? And it doesn't really matter what is on the other side of the camera. She's just trying to innovate the business. Yeah, yeah. They had somebody named Gwen Adora. Did you do you yeah. remember uh-huh. saying? Okay, she's one of these uh, heavier BBW. I guess, it, yeah, BBW girls, uh-huh. and she's a huge advocate of, of huge uh, porn hub. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but she is. Um, cause she made a ton of money. Still found it. Like I, I she, found her very intriguing, though. Yeah, a hundred percent. She was. I, I thought. I thought them filming her making one of the videos was a little odd, but she's into it, and she made a shitload of money doing it. I mean, she was. She was on. She's somebody on. who was on her own, and then basically found Pornhub as like her digital pimp. If you, I mean, they take a chunk and they give her, but her her footprint is now. Yeah, but, Huge. but but she's also on like the model hub side, right? 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 Where right. she decides what goes up and what. Oh yeah. So she's putting her own stuff up. She puts her own stuff up on Model Hub, which is a, a subsidiary of Pornhub. All right. And you know she decides who gets to download it, who gets to watch it, what they pay for it. So it's all. So it's 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 sort of the same thing. As it's like five fan. bucks a clip, but they're you know they're yeah. they're they're taking a piece too. But then she's paying them to reach a much wider audience. Right. So she's making a lot more money than if she just started her own. You know, because I think she had her own. She, yeah, yeah. She had her own website, mm-hmm. right? And she found her videos were being taken from her website and put on Pornhub without her without her authority. So she had those take, you know, thought to get them taken down and, and they took them down. Right. And then she went to AVN Awards and she met a person from yeah. Pornhub that said, you need to get on this platform with us. And she didn't want to do it. But then when she saw how they did it, she was like, okay, well, let's try it. And she did the Model Hub thing and and it worked out well for her. And it is sort of insane. Like I can, I can look at that and go like in the music industry, like you put your song up and people steal your song and it goes and it goes and it goes and it goes. And this is sort of the same thing. Like I would say that the money in porn is probably way better than the money in music, but that 
it's, they put a video up and then somebody takes it and puts it on a thousand fucking sites that are for free, you know. That's exactly what it boils down to. I mean, I, I, or puts I, it I on a thousand sites that they're making the money. Yeah, the artist, yeah. which which you know that fucking that really sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some type of way as an artist you can be like, well, it's advertising for me for other things. But if it's advertising stuff that's just going to be stolen, then it's yeah, worse, then you know. You know, even on OnlyFans, I'm sure that shit gets stolen as well. Like somebody subscribes. Oh, for sure. Puts, you know, that's how Travis gets Thank- all his content. <laughs> and I, I'm I'm thankful they do it. <laughs> so going okay. So uh, the the Pornhub doc is is worth watching. It, it, it there is some of it that that's kind of a bummer. I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I didn't finish it either, but it, it did it did give a a new perspective of how that business works. Hundred percent. What's it called? It's, it's called Money Shot. Money Shot. Money Shot. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix is not. They're not. They're not subtle. That. Yeah. See, not, it, oh, really? It, like, they're not pushing it down my. They're not pushing it down my throat. <laughs> your, your algorithm messed up because <laughs> algorithm's was, usually really good. I didn't good. know it was on there, and I turned on Netflix, and it was the first thing. I'm like, oh, really? God, when did it come this. out? Like weeks ago. No. Oh, it's, puts on Netflix. Hmm. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're not doing the work. Um. So that leads us to we talked about. Um. Am I? Do I sound echoey? No, you sound fine. Do I? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm echoing. Um, I, I don't know. It sounds weird to me. That did, leads us to. Did you just take some mushrooms? No, no. The uh, that leads us to the the OnlyFans pages. Okay, so I, okay, I stand corrected. These are not the most top searched, but they are among the top earning OnlyFans accounts. So this and woman, these are the, the kinks that people look for the in kinks, OnlyFans. Yeah. So, Evelyn Miller, she has two vaginas and two wombs, Whoa. and she's she's making a ton of money. That reminds me of the what? Oh, uh, oh! It reminds me of uh, of Mall Rats and the Dirt Mall. Yes, the woman with the three boobs. Yes, the three nipples. The Who triple, was that? the triple nipple? She was in. She was famous. She was in a uh, Three's Company. She was the last. Yes. Wasn't she the last. She was the last three? Chrissy or whatever. Yeah. Side note. Company. I know a girl that has three nipples. Get out of here. <laughs> Do you really? Her name was Amy. I don't remember her last name. She was an Odin's regular. Did she work at the Dirt Mall? Anyway. I think she worked for South Southwest Airlines, maybe. Mm-hmm. A woman named Stephanie Maddow, Maddow created her own adult content site and began selling her farts in jars. She's making some I, serious I, money. I, I actually she, remember that. She Didn't she get sick? I don't uh, have that is information. She, is she from England? I they it's oh. just show me a if, picture of her. If it's the same she's one, cute. I think it. She started that as a joke, and people, you know, just that kink took off way beyond what she even thought. That she would end, take she off. ended up in the hospital. For, for, did she? I, really? I did. I do remember something that. she did. She was trying to make more farts, and it fucked her I, up. I, I oh, really? That. Yeah. yeah. But she's fine. She's, you know, yeah. She just overdid it on the Brussels sprouts, and it one did day really make me want to go. I can do this. I 100% can do this. <laughs> See, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, the it's hope, digital. The hope that OnlyFans inspires is Oh, let me tell you. Once AI gets to the point where they can do video, trust me, I'll be managing the account of some 10 selling her farts in a jar, but she'll be virtual. Like, I'll be making coin off of some AI model. In. Right. In. Cactus Cutie, she began selling her urine in jars for $71 a pop. How do you land on that number, by the way? $71 for a jar of piss. It's free shipping. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. You got to work in the shipping. I guess you got to work in OnlyFans cut. She's probably pulling 50 bucks. So a is jar. that, I wonder, is that like in a refrigerated box? Uh, or does it need like a warm box? Does it, come does it in stay like, warm? Right, right. Does it come in like one of those food services with it packed in dry legal. ice? It can't be legal to sell your. Bottles of piss. Ah, she's doing it somewhere. <laughs> the, the fart thing, though. Let's go back to that for one one split second. Like that's like selling canned air. Like, do you oh, get yeah. your money back if it doesn't it's, smell it's, like right. the way you want it to it's smell? It's the twenty twenty pet rock. Yeah, right. It is. God, that is do you funny. open the jar or do you just keep it on your desk as like a conversation piece? Somebody walks in and be like, do you have like a you jar of even... nothing? No, stop. Don't touch that. It's a fart in there. Don't don't open that. <laughs> that is something. That... <laughs> I mean, hey, Lance, they're... what's that jar on your couch? Right. Don't touch that. That's a fart. Yeah, that's a, a fart, fart in there. That's, there are that's... some really funny videos of people farting in jars and making <laughs> people smell them, though. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there is, but like, <laughs> at least in my algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> your algorithm is very screwed in. I don't, I'll, yeah. I'll put mine up against you. Just, never mind. 
I guess that there's look, somebody's doing it. So if somebody's somebody she's kept doing it, somebody's buying. She's selling, somebody's buying. Peekaboo pumpkin. Real life this is here you go, Scott. Real life bearded woman. She makes her living by posting photos and videos of her stroking her beard. She says so while she pees. So you have a giant beard. You could make a couple I of videos. Make a couple dollars off of that. I can stroke with that. my beard. I bet you I bet you could. I bet you could sell it. Like a hundred percent. Look at, look at ASMR, jar. those those people that are into ASMR. I mean, you get you know, you could stick a microphone out of a window. And upload ASMR content, and people would buy it. People love. Have you shit. have you watched any ASMR porn? No, I hate ASMR. Fun fact: I can't stand it. I don't have ASMR a, porn. I'm indifferent. But yeah, what is it? What, what's the? And then you stroke the cock. <laughs> is that what it is? And then you. <laughs> but there's no visual it's just audio there's, no there's gotta I don't be know. visual I, I didn't right? get that far in the video <laughs> you got to this part right. and then you were done I got that first <laughs> Jenna Phillips racks in six figures per year pretending to be a puppy dog on her OnlyFans she is making north of a hundred thousand dollars dressed up like a puppy dressed up like a puppy fully clothed like, you know, furry I, puppy? I guess. I, they don't have a picture of her, but I'm assuming that she's, I, am. I mean, even if she's not, even if she's just got, you know, the ears and the tail on, she's making six figures doing it. There is a difference between just having the ears and the tail on. And eight and nipples. I, yeah. <laughs> there's that weird difference. Or wearing a costume. There's a... Here's a fucking weird one. Melanie Collette. She's a sports fetish content. I almost wish we still had Garrigan. Sports fetish content creator. As a fan of Rangers FC, she humiliates fans of rival rival team Celtic FC. So all she does is berate the other team, and people get off on that. She's people like the pe- Bill Burr. She, she's like, she's yeah, like yeah. Bill Burr's the other Exactly. Team. Except she's naked. She's doing, I, I don't know. That's the thing about OnlyFans. I'm telling you, I dude, there, there's a lot of OnlyFans that includes no nudity, no sexual stuff. It's a yeah. It's a weird subset of. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a weird subset of people that are into we very the, we specific need to set that things. Up. We need to. We could we could get monitors in the studio just by me stroking my beard on OnlyFans. I mean, it's uh, eight camera setup. Somebody to download the app. Let's do it. Let's do it. There was one. Um, this guy just goes by Brian. AKA Gainer Bull consumes upward of 10,000 calories a day for his fat fetish fans. So people are in it back to Gwen again. People are in that, that, that good money. So all he, you just watch this dude eat? Uh yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess you just watch this dude eat or he or he just is really really big and, you know, maybe post pictures of his I don't know, his hog every I don't know or his fat I'm not sure. Know. He's making money though. I mean, it's brilliant. Like, yeah, I'm but a fat. That's what I'm saying. Fuck. There's there's well, people out there. Money? I know. Watch me eat. Yeah. There's people out there that are into everything. I mean, it doesn't matter. Watch so, us podcast. This should be on OnlyFans. Yeah. OnlyFans might not be a bad outlet for this because apparently they have a huge footprint that's reaching people who are, you know, they obviously are casting a wide net if you're drawing the, these are very specific. I'll, I'll take my shoes off. What yeah, I, no. I'll, that's I'll the next one. My beard. Desiree Gatto, foot fetish account. She makes nine thousand dollars a month selling feet pics and videos. I've been I, I, I've been trying nine, to get Rachel on board with that forever. Nine thousand dollars. Nine thousand a month. Holly McGuire. Holly makes four thousand dollars a month. Kissing an iguana. Sne- I wish it was that easy. Sneezing and coughing for fans. I'm sure she did real well during the pandemic. <laughs> she was. You didn't catch that. That's, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I know. You remember? I do now. <laughs> Holly Ebersobel. You, you don't make a Joe Medier omelet without breaking a few eggs. <laughs> without cooking. So, yeah, that's your, that's your OnlyFans slash Pornhub uh, update for the day. That's as far as we got. Something funny. Mm. So I sent you guys a video. Wait, real this quick. Past. Mark it. 
we're going to make a fucking look at Jeffrey OnlyFans page. All right. <laughs> okay. We're doing we need in. to be specific about what we do, though. That, I think that's the click. I think you're right. You got to get really niche on it. Right. Like, we just, just can't be three dudes. You that's don't wanna, not a niche. You don't want to. So it could be this podcast, but it also could be like refaced Jeffrey's. So that could be. So there's going to be somebody out there with a kink for that. People are into all kind of shit. Is it just Jeffrey's wife? I don't know. Well, that's five bucks a month. <laughs> so I sent you guys a video of uh, there's a comic from here. His name's Mark Norman, and um, he's gone on to fame and fortune. He's comedy. Yeah, he's all over like Rogan's podcast now and shit. He's done very well, and he's he's incredible. He's got funny. a couple of podcasts too. Yeah, he's got a couple of podcasts. He's very 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 funny. I sent a video to the group this past week of uh, an old video of him from like three or four years ago where he's doing this 10 a.m. morning show and like it's like Good Morning Cleveland or something. It's something very benign, but he makes it fucking absolutely insane. So, Scott, maybe we can put the link in the comments. Yeah, we can put the link in the comments. So, that's not really what the story's about. Obviously, the story, you know, I encourage you to go watch the video because it's four minutes long and you will laugh your ass off, but it's how I got the video. The phone number that I have, I inherited from this, apparently this dude, Steve, because people call me for him all the time, to the point that I had to get RoboKiller on my phone because so many people were calling for this dude, Steve, or text messages or whatever, and I would text them back. Listen up, idiot friends. Call for Steve on Joe's phone. Oh, 100%. I mean, it happens so so often. I know now that people, I know now who people are looking for when I get a message or a text or whatever. He's dead. And I, well, I, I texted back. The guy, this dude sent me a, a, a message. He was like, hey, man, the comedy show is 9 p.m. on this next weekend. Hope you can make it. Here's the link to your tickets. I didn't want to take the t- it was a 441 number I think. I didn't want to take this dude's tickets. So I texted him back and I was like, "Hey man, full disclosure, you got the wrong number. I I assume you're looking for this guy Steve who used to have this phone number. He doesn't have it anymore." He's like, "Yeah, sorry." I, oh, and I said, uh, "Unless you're uh, unless you're Mark Norman or Chris Stefano, I'm going to go ahead and let that dude have his tickets. I'm not going to steal them." So he texted me back and he's like, "Oh, sorry, it was Steve. You're right. I apologize." And then about a minute and a half goes by, and he texts me, and he's like, hey, man, just a heads up, I used to work with Mark Norman. I'm a comic, obviously. I'm doing a show. We sat there and chatted it up for 20 minutes with this total stranger. His name's Will. He and I talking about like different comedy podcasts we listen to, talking about different comics, and he's the one who sent me the video of Mark Norman. I'm like, please tell me you told him you have a fucking podcast. No, I didn't. You <laughs> cunt. Not only that, but... Like for all we know, that it could have been like Will Arnett. Uh, it could. Him. It could. Fuck. For all I know, it could have been. Or, I don't yeah. know. We, we, we have, have no idea. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I was like, did you ask him where where he plays? I Who is he? I can look up his dude. I, I, dude. I, I. It was. It was just crazy that I was like, that's wild. That of you all need, the wrong numbers you in need the world, a handler. You need a like you can't, <laughs> you, you can't do anything on your own. Now. You need a handler. So that dude sends you the video. Yeah, he's the one that texted me. The video. He's like, oh, dude, if you dig Mark Norman, have you ever seen the Cleveland? I was did like, you, no. Did you tell him like, oh, I guess he knew you are from New Orleans, right? He was yeah, yeah he knew I was from New Orleans. But he's the one that was like, oh, you got to check this out. We went back and forth. He, he texted me back. He's like, hey, man, have you ever heard of Shane Gillis? I'm like, of course, dude. I'm like, I'm, I'm 30 Joe, minutes into the road am, on this week. I am blown away that you didn't. I mishandled it? Yes. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. But, say uh, his number. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought Text it was him right now and say, uh, "Hey, we're on a podcast. We're doing a show about you. We want to promote. <laughs> we want to know who you are." What are the stuff. What are the chances that a dude who texts a wrong number is gonna text a guy who is also into comedy? As much as, obviously, as much as well, not as much as this guy is. This guy's actively pursuing a career in comedy. Or maybe has a very developed career. I don't know what right. Will it is. It might have been fucking Will Ferrell for all I know. I have no, no. clue. He just no said, idea. I'm Will. And I said, oh, I'm Joe, man. It's nice to meet you. He's like, oh, dude, you're awesome. Because we texted back and forth about a bunch of different comics. I was texting with the guy for 20 minutes. A wrong number. He's, but you know, one of my closest friends now, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but he's the, that's how I got the video. Let me ask you this, though. Going back, did he say, hey, man, you should come to my show? He did. Like, he did. He did. He yeah. did. All right. 
And he did. He said, uh, feel free to use the discount code or whatever link he sent to Steve. He was like, hey, man, just feel free to use it if you want to come out. Dude. I was like, all right. Send me that text right now. <laughs> I got to find it. I got to find it. I'll Why, what are you going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click on the link and see who the fuck it is. Uh, yeah, I, look, I, did, I, I looked. You can't tell. It's just this vague. It's just this vague because it's on Farad. Dude, you can just tell. says it's on Farad. There's no list. I'm it sure it just says bro. comedy night, whatever. I'm sure he's in that, like an open micer. It's fine. You have no idea who that is. Literally, I have, I have that could no be anybody. It could be any anybody named Will, who is funny. You know, you know the comedy I, maybe scene, the comedy scene in New Orleans is starting to grow. It is like like there's a the comedy house Nola on Fulton Street. There's a couple of open mics. There's one on Ferret. There's one on. Um, Basin Street near Claiborne. I interviewed a guy to be an MC at work, and he does these open mics and he hosts an open mic. Really nice kid. His name right. is Daryl, and and he came in on Friday, and he's going to come do a, an audition on Wednesday. But like the comedy scene here is growing, so that's good. Let's. It is. I mean, maybe this guy is is somebody you know notable. Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know who Will he is. Fucking Smith. He was a super nice guy. Yeah, could have been. You have no idea. I, don't, I, 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 I got to circle, before you pivot, I got to circle back to Steve. Okay. What do these people want from Steve? Most of them, Steve, I, and I, I'm, I, we, I didn't say his last name, did I? Because I know. No. Okay. Oh, you know who it is? Oh, 100%. Oh, I know okay. this guy's last I thought name. This you know was last no, no, name. I don't know him. I just know his last name because so many people have called for him. Text Apparently, what do they want? Money. That he's a fucking deadbeat, and uh. I inherited this guy's phone, and now I have all kind of which clearly it works out real well because they're like a, a man's voice answers, "Hello, is Steve there?" Steve doesn't have this number anymore. God, clearly, they think I'm Steve, and I'm ducking them because they're trying to collect from me. Yeah, because Steve is a deadbeat. So you remember I, the I people that used to keep calling your house. Is whoever there? It's happened there. so many times. I do. This is back when we were kids. The eight three four eight nine ten number. Did you tell them that they were dead? <laughs> I do. I vaguely remember that they, happening. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. They passed away. <laughs> oh no! It was an old person like oh, what shit. happened? And I was. I just made up some story. I felt so bad. <laughs> They're shooting. It's got to be. It's got to be thirty something years ago that it did that. Oh yeah, yeah I still remember it. Do y'all talk to the spam callers when they call you? Oh, like I do. The unknown. I, okay, it, yeah. it, I do. Going back to the Pornhub yeah. documentary, I had a, a person call. It was about the the ERTC, the Employee Retention Tax Credit. Okay, and you got to listen to like the Robo thing, and then press one if you want to talk to somebody, and you know press four if you have more than however many employees. <laughs> I get all the way to the person and he asks me who I work for, and I'm like, "Oh, we're Mind Geek," and he's like, "Oh, y'all own Pornhub. I just watched a documentary on y'all, but you're in Canada, so I can't help you." And he hung up. Oh. But I was like, "I wanted to go with it, but it, it was just—he cut me off too quick." Uh, that would have been great. Yeah, I'll talk. So, I'll talk to spam callers. Yeah, do you really yeah, talk to me? I, I'm I, lonely. That's I what do. I tell them. I block them. I had to block them because of this dude, Steve. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, people called all day, every day. Look, look, this. I don't know what kind of trouble this guy's in. I don't know what he's done with money that's super dicey or who he's ducking. But there's a shitload of people. Text me his last name. Guy. You should. What you should do up. is you should give him like Pat's number. Yeah. No, I have it. I have his new number. This if you is want his it. new number. Yes. Oh my god. But <laughs> or you know. but Pat Pat probably knows Steve. Oh, he probably hundred percent knows Steve. I could boot eggplant, uh, Pat. Let's see. They have, uh, and I know. Yes, I'm pivoting again. So pivot. We uh, this past. Do you guys know who Avi Loeb is? Or his name is actually Abraham Loeb, but he no. goes by Avi Loeb. He works for, I believe he is a is a professor at Harvard. I'm waiting for it. I apologize. My signal is a little dicey here. Get on the here. This the dude has, uh, this dude claims that, okay, so a couple of years ago, they had this giant thing in the sky that was, uh, I guess, space debris or whatever, maybe a meteor or something like that, but it kept... Like the movement was a little sketchy. It kept mm. like speeding up and slowing down. Yeah. Speeding up. They called it Amuamua. You can look it up. And Avi Loeb is the person who discovered it. So he is led to believe that this was controlled by some type of intelligence. This rock, a space this, rock. This 
could be a rock. It could be anything. Okay. I, there's no. I don't think there's pictures. I think oh, it was right. like radar, or whatever. Okay. So he is. Uh, he is now. He and a Pentagon official have said that. <laughs> they suggest that an alien mothership is in our solar system and could send smaller probes to Earth. Oh shit! I did hear about this. All because yeah, all because of a muamua, that big rock or whatever that was in the sky and came close enough to be detected and now I, now apparently very smart credible people think that this could be some intelligent design the rock was situation the rock the the movie whatever it whatever was whatever it is yeah, is intelligent design sent by uh, a mothership in our solar system yeah and he's okay. a, he's a he I'm trying to find his 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 uh here you go. They, they call him Abraham Loeb in this, but he goes by gotcha. Abby Loeb. Chairman of Harvard University's astronomy department. I mean, no, that's I no I, slouch. I mean, that dude, you know. I, I, all right. So while, um, yeah, but there are, you know, there are slouches that work in the education. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, so. 100%. I'm not dis- discrediting this dude. I'm just saying, yeah. Sean Kirkpatrick is the Pentagon guy, and he is the director of the Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Do you know that existed? I didn't know. Me either. I, again, I'm, yeah, all for it. Apparently, Aliens. he's like, a, oh, fuck, I don't know. I guess this guy's an Anomaly Resolution Office. Do you I remember, what like was it? Fox Mulder. So, like, yeah. You remember, like, the, I guess it was like, I don't know, mid into 2020 when we were getting all those, all right, it's going to be murder wasps and it's going to be this. And everybody's like, all right, it's going right. to be aliens next. And then they started declassifying all the information yeah. about aliens. It's like, they're just setting it up. It's a slow burn. You think there's aliens? Why wouldn't there be? You a, think we're the... A billion percent. Yeah. They don't have to be. Do I think they're already here? A billion percent. Sure. Do you know what the Fermi paradox is no okay so the fermi paradox is that in, if you believe in the universe being what it is and that it's ever expanding and basically infinite and okay. there are infinite possibilities then you have to believe that there's got to be some form of intelligent life out there other than us oh absolutely the paradox exists in that there is absolutely no evidence of it so that's Enrico. Oh, that there's Enrico, no evidence Enrico of aliens. Fermi, I think, was the was the guy's name. Well, who there, said, there's no yeah, there's evidence no evidence we've been given. Right. Well, so you're I, saying yeah. that's like basically. So beyond the Earth, that's all we have. Yeah. Like there's there's the room where. But if in. you believe that, if you believe everything else, if you believe that the universe is infinite and you know blah blah blah, then you have to believe that in infinite possibilities, in infinite possibilities, uh, there's uh, another Scott Freeland sure. somewhere, doing, you know, doing, doing this podcast. This exact right? same yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just more successful at it. So no, not necessarily. Maybe it could be the exact Probably. mirror image. Uh, in infinite possibilities, the multiverse. in infinite I get possibilities, it. there's infinite Scott Freelows. Yes. But the paradox is that there's no evidence of any of this. So, uh, no, I, t- I totally get it. I totally get it. I don't, yeah. I think, I mean, it's an so, interesting way to think about it. I don't know that I. Once again, you brought up Infinity. There is a, a, a movie on Netflix called A Trip to Infinity. That you have to watch. What is this about? I thought Dude. that was uh, what was the one you told us to watch first time? Uh, that was how to change your. That's the yeah, one. That's, that's, that's about the drugs, though. This is a trip to infinity, and it only talks about infinity. Really, and all the levels of infinity, and how it is impossible for us to understand infinity because infinity is infinitely big. And infinitely small because you can always divide something. Can in you half. use the uh, word? You never get to nothing if you keep right. dividing in half. Right. It is. It is one of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen. It sounds seen. like a complete it is, mind fuck. It is mind. It. It, it is mind changing, but it, it really puts things that can't be put into into perspective into perspective. Right. It is. It is unreal. It is so good. It's hard to wrap your head around infinity. The concept even, of even, infinity. Even when you think you have your head wrapped around it. Right. You're, you're, there are infinitely more ways to wrap your head around it. Right. It's, it's, it's superb. It is so well done. And it's a bunch of astrophysicists. I think Michio Kaku's on it. And just all these MIT people. But trying to explain infinity to people 
they think they get it, but there is there's so much more to it because it is. I may watch that tonight. I'm into stuff we're, like we're that. We're very we're we're linear people, right? Like, yeah, like, even time, right? Being as linear as it is, that um, yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with that. But I I I find it very curious that they have these incredibly credible people and very, very bright. I mean, you don't have a career at the Pentagon or unless this dude, Sean Kirkpatrick is the, did you ever see space force with Steve Carell? I did. Finally gets promoted and he's so pissed off that he's in charge of space force. Yeah. Maybe Sean Kirkpatrick is the, you know, is the guy who tried and tried and tried and they, they shafted him and put him in charge of, uh, the domain anomaly resolution office, and he's like, "God damn it! What you got me chasing? What? This is ridiculous." I don't know. I, I feel like there's no chance there's not aliens. Right. I feel like there's no chance we haven't been visited. Right. I oh, feel you like think there's no that, chance that they don't have something to do here? So there's a real difference between do I think that there is life in the universe beyond us, or has has that life been on Earth? There's a huge difference there. Yes, I do believe that. Aliens exist, or whatever you want to call them, extraterrestrials, life outside of this universe. Has it been here? I don't know. I but think that's, so. That's like you think that's, so? I do. That's thinking that aliens look like us or look like the the gray man guy. See how <laughs> there you go. The, the, that mo- you know that look where the big eyes and the gray body. It could be leaves. It could be ants. It could be. Oh yeah, it could, it could be, be anything. anything. It could be you know no, microscopic, inter, whatever. Interdimensional species as well. Right. It could be your eyeball. Scott, do you think something has come here from why, why? abroad and returned? Why not? The I don't know why they return. return. Why would they fucking? Why, why would they, they stay? Think, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh my no. god! Like I, you think about it. Take like, me this, wherever you're fucking this going. They're about to take my gas stove away. Got into the gas. They literally rolled into the gas station on right. the interstate. Like, hey, we're gonna come to Earth. Don't man. We got dollar right. sunglasses here. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I mean, and, you know, I, I I don't know. I there here's a, another concept that's that's being heavily floated out there right now. Since we're talking about aliens and and possibilities and whether or not something's been here before. Right. So it's widely believed that the Earth is, what, four and a half billion years old, roughly. Okay. So this guy, um, Graham Hancock, has proposed Big fan. that. Yeah. Big, he's, huge fan. So he's got a pretty good, and he's, he's digging up some, some pretty convincing evidence that possibly the Earth is much, much, much older than that, and that there have been advanced civilizations that have occupied the planet even further advanced than us. Because if you think about how long is four and a half billion years, it's a long fucking time. If you take Manhattan today, let's say there's a catastrophic global event that kills all of us. What does Manhattan look like in two billion years? Is there anything left? No. Is there, no, of course not. No. The planet converts back to, you know, exactly what the planet, you know, a, a or, rock. Or, or somebody else comes in and, you know, takes over that part and develops it develops it well well Graham, right. Graham's thing is that there's been several advanced civilizations that have been wiped out by catastrophic events and small pockets of humans survived hmm. and didn't you know they 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 were knocked back into say the stone age yeah and then we have developed from there because you're not rebuilding Manhattan you got to start from basically from nothing so Go ahead, and then I'm going to say something. Uh, you, you can I'm, go. I, so, you, and it goes back. You, like you watch those apocalypse shows where sure. the Last of Us, where they they you know it's 20 years since the disease spread, and they got to build back up. Like my thing is, we all live amongst very smart people who have the capabilities to do very smart things and to build very useful tools. Now, a lot of that takes electricity, which you either get from the sun or burning or whatever it is. So let's say we get knocked back to the Stone Age for a, or, or like we are wiped out for whatever. Those smart people still exist. And the tools... Do they, though? There's always a... Do yeah. they survive this, this catastrophic Somebody event? Somebody does. I mean, unless we're all wiped out. But I'm talking about like in the sense that you're saying no, like no, small pockets. So, so it's the... Oh, man. I, I wish I could remember the name of the Dryas... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a theory of, about 
uh, a meteor hitting the earth uh-huh. about 12,000 years ago okay and wiping out like 90 90 something percent of the human race okay and people that survived were kind of kind of underground they hadn't uh, they hadn't i don't know i i don't know exactly how it goes but but they carried on the human race and okay. there's going to be another catastrophic event that wipes us out and then it starts over and there's just several resets but like when you look at things like the pyramids or the temple at Gobekli Tempe, I think is what it's called. There's there's these things that where they they were able to date them, and they date back to like twelve thousand, fifteen thousand years ago, mm-hmm. or like the Sphinx in Egypt. It's eroded by thousands of years of rain, but it hasn't rained there in thousands of years. Right. So it's been there longer than we think it's been there. You know, there's just yeah. there's all these resets where. You know, the, the technology gets wiped out and the people that survive don't know how to recreate it. And then, you know, stories get passed down and that's how we have, you know, shit like the Bible and all this stuff. But like, you know, we, we it, you tell a story and tell a story and tell a yeah. story and it gets watered down. Right. And, you know, facts get changed and the story becomes something different. And we we have developed as this version of the human species and we will be wiped out and it'll start over again. And. They, they think yeah, our existence is finite, no matter how you call it. Yeah, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, unless it's like a global, like ninety percent, ninety five percent of the that's world happened is done any, a bunch of times. I mean, that's so. what took out the dinosaurs. Any any massive asteroid, the, the dinosaurs. Any massive asteroid that hits the Earth creates a desolate, un, unlivable conditions. Yeah, in I'm, our version of life, I'm a hundred percent on board with that aspect. I'm, I guess, where I was more on board not on board is like could a disease wipe out the entire planet to this to the you're talking about what man i don't know kevin like it, but what yeah. what manhattan looks like <laughs> in 20 or 30 no i'm talking years. physically no like if if a billion the, years passes oh, by it's, it's gonna be dude, nothing dude, it's gonna be Joe, Earth. real quick a hundred years passes by there's not going to be much there, right? I mean, it's going to rain and that wind. I don't buy, and, dude. Things things deteriorate much faster. Oh than yeah, believe a hundred percent. With no human interaction, things deteriorate much faster than we believe. You might find rubble. You, I I don't know. Like, you know, they talk about well, you know, we don't find the the remains of of the we're starting to find remains buried under remains under remains of. You know, like that the temple I was talking about. I, right. I think it's Gobekli Tepe is what it's called. Yeah, that's what it is. That temple is built on top of a temple that is built on top of a temple. And it, it's it's at least 10,000 years old. Yeah, history on top of history on top of history. So a, a billion years, not a lot of time if the Earth is four and a half billion years old. I mean, it's a lot of time, but... It's a if lot of time. But how, who says... Somebody didn't build a Manhattan half a billion years ago, and it became nothing but Earth. Right, and then oh, no, we I'm, came I'm, along and built it back up again. It's I'm a theory that's out that. there. I just I don't know if it's. I mean, I wish the dude could dig in a little deeper and find some like dude, undeniable did, proof. Did you watch Ancient Apocalypse on no. Netflix? That's his. That's yeah, that's his I know his thing. It's it's phenomenal. Ancient Apocalypse. Yep. And he's. I mean, everything he says really makes a lot of sense but it's almost like the fermi paradox where you can't put your finger on this one thing and say this happened and there was a you know there was an atlantis here and it's no longer here because of x right and so you can, i mean there's a few things you can look up you can look up the boneyard in alaska yeah that's another thing that's uh so um, I don't remember the guy's name, but he he, he bought this property in Alaska and, and there's like permafrost there, but he, he's been melting permafrost and, and it was a mining community and he's unearthing lots of things, but he, I mean, he find, he, he's finding remains of woolly mammoths and dire wolves and all these things that weren't supposed to be here. And that, you know, when they carbonate right. them, they're all like 12,000 years old. They, it was like a mass killing of them, and they think that that a meteor hit somewhere near there and wiped out. I mean, just entire populations of of animals and people. And sure, um, let's see what else. 
my, my brain kind of went off for a little bit. I, I had another point I wanted to make about this. Um, it's a pretty fascinating topic when you get into it that, yeah, I wish that he could point to whatever the catastrophic event was and be and have evidence of that and say, look, you know, this this civilization, this community, this whatever was farther along than we are today and it look it makes manhattan look like you know yeah it looks like futurama it doesn't look like manhattan right and they just got unlucky he also keeps getting shut down out. by like modern archaeologists oh yeah because it it changes it changes the story they've been telling for yeah. you know it's a hard pill to swallow oh. when you're you know when it's in the books for yeah. Hundred years, but I mean, 50 just because it's in the book, so I get it. No, I understand right, that. But, like, but so, those guys wrote those books, and they're selling those books at universities right. at three hundred dollars right. a pop to take a class. You're doing away with somebody's career if you can prove that they got it wrong. I mean, there's a lot of careers and money and credibility on the line. You just, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I bet. my thing. So let me ask you this: back to the swinging around to the aliens. So what happens when? that comes to light when it's like, Oh, there is an alien unless, or unless there is a, it's, giant it's another ship. distraction. So we don't look at what the government's really doing. Yeah. They us. just, they <laughs> just don't want me talking about that train in Ohio. That's all. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But the, it, 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 the, the only way anybody ever really finds out about that is if the, an independence day type. Yeah. Situation. Is if it's, it's a massive, massive ship that's undeniable and there's photographs and video from multiple states or multiple countries. Mm-hmm. Or, there's no way that it's going to be. And now with, you, you know, like you said, the advent of video on AI, who's to fucking say what's real and what isn't? Well, you unless you, unless I see it land in my front yard or hover. And over that's my sort house, of where I'm at. Like, I'm not going to, you, you know, it. it's hard to believe anything that you see now. Right, right. Unless, yeah. unless you're Graham Hancock and you're actually backing up your shit with some pretty critical evidence that he has. He just doesn't have the, the last key to unlock the door. He's got some pretty convincing shit, though. So what happens when the last key gets there to open the door? I think that, I, I think honestly, at this down? point, no, I think honestly at this point, if somebody came out and said, look, man, there's proof and there's, you know, there's another race of people or another civilization on a different planet and we're interacting with them. I think about how quickly me, who's who loves UFOs and loves that topic and loves this topic, we shot down some shit that I think we're probably like, kites or balloons a couple of weeks ago right three days after they were like there's something floating in the sky and we had to shoot out three days later i was like i don't give a shit about this anymore i think if there was actually evidence of hey we're communicating with a i think it would the news cycle i think it would last like four days and then it'd be, no, you know, that's, on that's gonna else. that's gonna be a big one you think it sounds yeah, like it's that's a gonna be one. a big one that sounds like that's a life-changing event I don't know. Maybe long. Okay, I'm that I'm clearly exaggerating. Obviously, not four days, but I understand what you're saying. Like, all right, forget it. But like, you know, what happens when it's the mothership that's hovering over? You know, well, whatever. Fox is going to say it's great, and we'll send Will blame Smith it on Trump. Again, so that's going to be what happens. So Will, that happen? Will Smith can go slap him, <laughs> right? Like right. Independence Day, right? I don't right. think it's going to be as big a deal. And the speculation is that. The information is slowly trickling out because they're slowly opening the faucet and eventually, you know. To not cause pe- mass hysteria. People right. believe that because you got to remember, it's not just, it's not just, hey, look, there's, there's aliens. I mean, there's, it's pe- the foundation of a lot of people's religion yeah, is now. Right. Plus, tested. there's all that shit I mean, at Area 54. Right. <laughs> Area 54. The alien ship and the disco ball. Yeah. <laughs> <hanging> from the. <laughs> So I just it's a, it's a very unusual topic, and I, look, we're not going to solve this thing today. But it, it was it was odd that I found that art. And I'm a big fan of Avi Loeb. He's done a bunch of podcasts, and I mean the guy is fascinating. But um, to to have them come out and have a guy from the Pentagon team up with him and be like, yeah, man, there's there's some shit out there, and it's probably sending down you know probes. They got to get in front of it to Earth. That's why I say, if if you believe that there is going to eventually be some type of disclosure, the belief is that this is all pieces of a slow trickle of disclosure. So then when they finally do come on and say, 
we have evidence of extraterrestrial life. People aren't completely I, blindsided. I think the, the major disclosure comes within two years. You think so? By 2025, we'll, we'll have the major disclosure. I don't know. I'd, what will that be? That we're not alone or that? That we're not alone and we've been working with them. And You think it's that far along that yes, we, we have some type I of do. relationship already? Existing? Absolutely. You assume, and I'm not, that is a huge assumption. Uh, not based and, on and how and ridiculous that, it might sound, but how, you know, we can't, you can't keep a secret amongst friends. There's how lots do you of keep secrets. that? Yeah, I, I just that I, I, I semi believe, but I don't semi believe it. Like there's there is so much that I'm not here to convince you. No, I'm not saying I'm you not know, saying I'm, just, I'm not putting this on there, you. There's lots as, of secrets out there as a, stuff an we don't. agency, as a, a persons, as people living in the world with the advent of social media and right. Well, the internet, it's so hard for things to stay quiet. It's also like, you know, I, our road can't get fixed, but we can talk to aliens. Like uh, that to me feels know, like a, a handshake that doesn't happen. The you greatest w- trick the devil ever played was convincing people he wasn't real. This fucking dude. If you want me to go full fucking tinfoil hat on you, <laughs> Scott's eyebrows just went up. <laughs> Scott's like, whoa, what's going on? So, okay. Let's say that in two years we find out that now look everybody was or a large segment of the population was real pissed off that you know people were sequestered to their houses the past couple of years right. and it was social distancing and blah blah blah. Right. What happens if two years you come find out that Fauci's an alien? No, oh, but damn. that it wasn't that this was not a, a COVID related situation or it was whatever. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But Let's say they, for whatever reason, they had to have people staying away from each other, social distancing, blah, 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 and masks. And it's all because of some alien race pushing that, okay, well, we made a, we made a deal with the Greys, but these other guys over here, they want to come into the planet and fuck shit up. So you need to tell people to, like, take cover from a global perspective and stay in their houses, and all of a sudden you find out that it was something like that, that for the greater good, if somebody had just come clean and been like, hey, man, look, real quick, there's fucking aliens, and they're coming down here, and they might do some dicey shit, so stick around in your house and, like, mask up because shit might go sideways any day, and that's why it kept going longer and longer. Obviously, this is more of a movie plot than a reality, but again, full tinfoil hat. I don't believe this theory. That's but a theory, if, though. Kevin, that's not that's not a. Kevin, that's Kevin I, just turned this off. No, that's something I just pulled <laughs> out of my ass. But what oh. would happen if, in two years, like you, they come clean and they say, "Yes, there's aliens," and yes, we've been working with them. And remember, and a couple why. of years ago, we would, had you I do would, all that shit, and we had you get those vaccines, and we had you get had nothing to do with what we quick. told you. It's all about avoiding this potential alien problem that I'd, we're gonna have. I'd be more shocked that they did something to protect us than I would be that there were aliens That's involved. True. I mean, there's got to be, you know. I, I, Again, I'm pulling this completely out of my ass, but would you feel differently about that experience? And would it, would think, it change I your... I think Joe just laid the groundwork for the movie we're going right. to write. <laughs> would it cha- I mean, I'd watch that I'm shit, with you. But oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. It wouldn't, I don't think... I would be like, that's pretty fucking awesome. But I think the people who... I think the people who were like fuck this, this was dumb, I think they would have to take a second look and be like, oh, you're telling me that, like, aliens were going to come hit me with a potential, you know, fucking sonic right. radar thing or whatever and fuck me all up, and fucking that's why you had me stay Havana in the house. Or that's, right, right. That's why you had me get this vaccine. The vaccine wasn't really protecting me against COVID. It was protecting me against this, on this, you know, Potential alien invasion. You know, I don't know. I could have been outside shooting them with my gun. It's just, so a, like, it's just so a, like a crazy the, thought the off the rails. Down anti-vaxxers would have to walk back. Right. What I don't. They I don't so they'd have to be like, like, "Thank God they did this because those." You know, thank God they whatever diplomatically right. solved the problem that would have become. You know, when Zeta Reticuli decides to send their people here, but the Greys and the humans worked it out and. You know, I know it. Get, we're going. Look again. We're not going to solve this today, and I don't believe that this is actually what happened. But wouldn't but it be fun? It would be pretty interesting if people had to look back and go, 
man, they wanted me to get that I thing, and I fought like- it and fought it and fought it. I didn't want to get it, and lo and behold, they really did. They couldn't tell me it was a fucking alien reason. They had to sell, sell me on something else, and I didn't buy it. I still feel like people would fight. No matter what, like even, you know, the sky is blue. No, it's not. It's Until red. people start getting zodded from the sky <laughs> with sonic <laughs> weapons and their hearts start to explode in right. the street, then I'd be like, stick me with whatever you want. <laughs> Fuck. You know, my heart just, I just watched my neighbor's heart explode out of his chest. Seeing is believing. From 60,000 feet in the air. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, again, this is not... I, <laughs> This is not what I believe <laughs> is going to happen or happened, but it would be an interesting angle. It'd make a great if, movie. Because that was a big deal. I mean, you don't just shut down the planet for nothing. And obviously, COVID was a big deal. But what if you tell me it was some alien reason? I'm like, oh, shit, man. We came that close? Fuck. <laughs> so just a thought. Or a movie. Or a movie. write it. Write it out. I don't know who's financing that shit. And Somebody bring, will finance. We'll get it on that. I promise you, nobody's financing that. Hollywood? No way. I'm gonna walk in and be like, no, we'll I just, got this we'll, alternative theory on COVID. They're we'll just like, Kevin Smith. Throw it. this guy out of here. We'll get funding, and you funding for a movie's easy. You just got to go get money. That that is so insane. Please don't credit me. If I had two million dollars to spend in two days, I'd fund your movie. <laughs> See, it's not my movie. <laughs> I don't want also credit for this movie, movie. dude. It's just a movie. It's not a real life thing. Oh, yeah. What a good movie, though. I'm in. Speaking oh, of crazy, pop like crazy shit coming from the sky and stuff like this, you would think that, you know, and like, there was a lot of crazy news come out when he was president. There was really a lot of crazy stuff that the what? guy did. Trump. Oh. <laughs> I stumbled across, and I can't remember what got me here. I was looking up something about him the other day. And this article popped up. I thought it was bullshit. And I clicked on it, and it was a legitimate argument. Donald uh, Trump, apparently, at some point, I don't know when, he suggested... Oh, you know what it was? I was looking up Castle Bravo. He suggested using a nuclear weapon to like dismantle a hurricane in the sky. So he was going to fire off a nuke and blow up the hurricane. You, you don't remember that when it happened. I don't. You, do you remember yeah, that? I 100% remember That's that. That's what he suggests, that uh, your, your nuclear weapon... Uh, Seems fine to me. Like Max says, I don't know enough about how hurricane works to discredit it. So I can't, you know... Does the garbage turn into stars in the sky? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> but... <laughs> I will say, I've never lived through a nuclear war or a nuclear you won't. bomb. I, see? But I have lived through a hurricane. Do we try it? Would you feel better about it if they were like, hey, look, we got something off the you know, coast of Africa headed our way. Yeah, hit it there. We're right? just going to... No, no, hit it over the water. <laughs> no, I don't... I don't no, feel, hit it over I don't, there. We're gonna, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable We're going to send all. a sub up in the sky yeah. and blow up the hurricane. I feel like that's not... I've, I've seen that movie. I'm pretty I think sure that work. might work, though. No, it's going to go right through the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> what hurricanes don't have like solid barriers on yeah. them? What if it expands the hurricane? Right. All of a sudden, it triples. It. You have category nine hurricane, and that you have pissed our, it off. That's our category. A, a nuclear hurricane. Oh my god! There's like a. I'm writing the like script. Like Sharknado. There's our second movie. I'm writing the script right now. <laughs> that's our extinction event. There it is. Right. Right. Oh so, well. Going, there goes the pyramids. Going down that rabbit hole. Uh, and again, I, I did. I did. A, I consumed a lot of Tubi this week. I'm going to tell you. I'm not trying to come in all tinfoil hat this week, but I consumed a lot of Tubi. Your Tubi and, it, and my boy, Tubi it, are way different. Tubis. It can read me like a poem. <laughs> it knows me so well. Do you know that the that a hypersonic missile from Russia would take 15 minutes to get here? So we talked about Castle Bravo last right. week or week before last. Did we? Week. I don't even. So we taught that that know. VR experience to get that I here. Saw. To, oh, oh, oh! Yeah. You to get to, here to New Orleans. Or he, well, here? to the continental United States. To the continental States. United States. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. So you got fifteen minutes to do what? Duck and cover. That forget it. It's over. Get a podcast out. Yeah. Right. That's that would be it. And then nobody would have time to listen to it. We'd be like Fuck, it would have bye. to be five minutes. We'd go into your neighbor's bunker. <laughs> yeah. Since they're building down. Yeah, that's how you do it. You build down. Right. The guy on the other side of. Uh, with the quote unquote, you know, pretty humble house. You build down in New Orleans. That makes all the sense. Do it. 
He's that's where I. That's not where I want to be. He's got enough money. To it do makes it. It. yeah, that's true. Nuke in a hurricane. You get, true to get that. Blown up and drowned. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, uh, fifteen minutes to uh, with hypersonic yep. missiles. So fifteen minutes. Good luck. Because you said uh, one minute I want to be here and one the next minute I just don't want to know what happened. I think that I think you might be right. I think that might be your experience. I was talking shit like, "Oh, dude, you're gonna have to deal with fallout and everything." No, you won't. That's over. Seventeen minutes later, and it's fucking. That's a wrap. Is it really two? You're talking about a two minute experience. I'm talking about. Well, it takes fifteen minutes to get here. I mean, I don't. I don't know for sure that it's. I mean, I'm saying two minutes at the most. Oh, and I misspoke. I want to say I misspoke about the doomsday clock. It is not at twenty seconds to midnight. It is at ninety seconds, which is still the closest it's ever been. But yeah. I thought it was twenty seconds. Yeah. So I Iron Maiden has that, that that two minutes to midnight song. I'm putting out misinformation. With my twenty seconds, we're gonna get pinged on that. Yeah, we just got demonetized. We'll be like, we'll be. Don't worry. But by the time this comes out, we'll be at twenty seconds. Fucking the rate we're going won't matter. <sighs> okay. They just haven't moved the clock yet. Maybe the clock's broken. Maybe <laughs> they got to change the batteries. I hope so. I don't know. Nuke the clock. All right. Well. Uh, well, that does it for this episode of our marathon of episodes of the Look at Jeffrey podcast. Follow us on the socials, assuming that we're not at 20 seconds by the time this show comes out. If people still want, or, or maybe they're watching the alien probe ship at this point. We'll uh, figure out Twitch if that happens. We'll live stream it. <laughs> oh, we got to do that. We got to live stream one of these shows. Okay. And then you can watch it somewhere where we, at our best of whatever. I don't know. Anyway, just, you know, go uh, follow us on social media, Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, where we'll post all the funny pictures and videos of stuff that we talk about. And I'll put the links in the fucking in the comments for the show and subscribe <laughs> and listen to all of our shows. And there it is. Thanks for listening. Like a Jeffrey. Like a Jeffrey. Woo! <laughs>